Take the money and run. Coming here with a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor, and tonight we're joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we're also joined by Andy. Andy, making a little Moscow meal. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. What up, what up? Oh, God, and we're a Moscow mule, but a nice little white Russian. White you know, Russian. Spirits. Classic mix-up. When we are here with the episode 16 recap show. And uh, tonight's episode, you know, I feel Ooh. like, what? God, Greg Odin, people forget. Um, tonight's episode, kind of a Maso Mano, so-so episode tonight. Wasn't that amazing, but it was good. Like, you know, w- w- what did y'all well, think? Well, we got to get out in front of it. Uh, about, I would say about once a season, maybe twice a season, we, we have the, uh, the holiday drinking podcast. This is one of them, uh, day before Thanksgiving. It's going to derail. It's going to derail quickly. So we have to let everybody know that now. I think last year it was Christmas episode Eve. Three. Yeah, it was, it was an early episode of last season right before Christmas. Uh, tonight's right before Thanksgiving. So we're just going to try to pick it up as we go. Um, but overall, episode is fine. Yeah, it was all right. You know, I feel like we got the gist of it. And uh, what would you think, Andy? I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Honestly, if you were to ask me to describe in very hardcore detail what happened, I probably would not be able to do that. But I do know who went home and who won the daily. So there we go. That's all we need. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure if we rewind the clocks a little bit, I think Trev said Big T would be the next female eliminated. So I think I get a little golf clap for that on three. One, two, three. So I think I should get a little props for that, correct? Well, we just gave you golf clap. Well, oh. let's do one. All right, all right. So Big T going home, uh, big smirk there. But overall in the entire episode, I thought it was an all right episode. It wasn't like amazing. It was all right. Alex, anything? It's the 16th episode of the season. No, I it's mean, not. 16? <laughs> God, the, the fact 16. We started in Are August. <laughs> the fact that we've had 16 episodes. This did not start in August. I think it did. No, it did. I mean, no, 16 weeks? That's Somebody in the chat let us know. 16 weeks? That's four months. Yeah, yeah it's, I think it was early, mid-August. And we're not to the final yet. How do we get sucked into this? God, it's the same shit every year. And uh, before we get started on the recap, Mike and the Doctor, love to see you. I respect it being in the chat right now. Uh, but let, let's get into it. Episode 16 recap. Uh, the streak. The streak. First thing, episode 16 recap. The streak continues. So what, what do we have to say about the streak? Alex? I think it's now only, though, three weeks? Two, two weeks, weeks in a row? Two weeks. Two weeks. Because it got because broken up again. Very true. Very recently, right? Very true. The streak broke, and now we're back at it again. And it's kind of a shame because, you know, I kind of – I love the streak. And uh, 
Minnesota, shoosh. Uh, and yeah, and just and a quick announcement as we start the STP bet of the night was Minnesota minus 14 and a half uh, at halftime now. Yep, up at halftime now they're up 10. So on pace. So make sure you follow us. We're two and one. I think we lost the IU bet of the bet of the week, lost last week, but they, they did win, they didn't cover. Um, but Five and we'll get into that later. So we're two and one on the season, though. Still positive. What were you saying? God, I, I, I don't so know. the streak continues, yes. and then we get a rare, very rare pre-challenge party. The yes. late day. I know. Ooh. I feel like they kind of just like it was very make a wish esque. They just need to throw an extra one in there, and uh, it was like you know you're checking off the boxes. You need seven per season, and they were on number five, and they're like, oh, we have to throw one in there, and. Here we are. We threw a nice little challenge party in there. And, I mean, these parties these days aren't the same as they used to be. I mean, you know, from Pasta Gate to, I mean, CT beating up people. It's just not the same. And I, I'm not a huge fan of them. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. Big fan? Non-fan? No, the club is awful. The, the club, club is terrible. It's. I mean, we, but we didn't about get that. the club tonight. It wasn't technically the club. But wasn't the second one the club? No, it was. We got a day club. It was El Club, not the Clerk. We, we got get, the day club yeah. today, and that was terrible. I kind of liked it. Well, I say it was terrible, but here's the thing: I, it didn't get out of control. I want to see yeah. Dave drinking like that on the challenge, on a boat, like in like a beautiful country. That needs to get out of control. It has to get out. Well, and we said it as as it happened that we, they may not have even drank. No, absolutely. At the lake, day, and like, which defeats the purpose. I think the biggest question is they're like on this fake yacht, and the biggest question we should be asking ourselves is, who's paying for this shit? I mean, where did they get the money for this to just rent out an entire boat and do this? I don't know. So, anything else from this El Club situation? I don't think there was much else from the day club. It reminded me of I think I think it was last season. Uh, they Amazing. did they did the same exact thing where it was like episode three quarters of the way in. They had this like random lake day on like a private thing, and so it was just a mirror image from last season. A lot of similar people, obviously, but I don't know. I, I like that it was something different. Like usually we're saying there's nothing to talk True. about for yeah. the challenge. And Absolutely. now we actually have something to talk and about. And at least it didn't get like towed by like another boat or something on the lake or anything or anything dumb like that. But ran out of gas. Ran out of gas, classic mix up. So the challenge itself, um, what was the challenge? And I kinda of forget. It was to steal the money and run. Take the money. Oh yeah. So you're basically filling up a car with basically the entire all the monopoly money. Money. Uh, Mikey the Doctor writes, Trev, I think we might be asking the same question for the daily. Who's three Mercedes and three million? Who's Absolutely. Paying? I mean, at the end of the day, Mikey the Doctor, I think the biggest question we should be asking ourselves with the three Mercedes and the three million dollars is, who's paying for this shit? I mean, like, it's so much money. Um, fake money. Fake Monopoly money. money. You think it was Monopoly money? It, ha- it had to be You think fake. they have three million in cash? That they're putting in front of these buffoons. Buffoons. As they're yes. like trying to transport it and run across like a beach. God, so classic. I mean, so the challenge itself, basically you're running to these safes, you're opening the safe, and you're putting as much money as you can into the 
bags and you're basically filling up these Mercedes, uh, which bags. So what do we think about this, this challenge? You like it? You didn't like it? Whatever. I, I'll, I'll go ahead. I was not a fan at all. I thought this was a very much, and I've been on a big, I've been on this train for a while. I don't like the fact that if you have more players, you have a better advantage for the challenge. I thought this is a prime example of if a team has five versus a team having three, the team having five is going to win this challenge regardless of how good the players are because there's so much running involved. There's so much back and forth. Like having two extra players was huge, and that's all it boiled down to. And I think that was the only reason why Green won was because they had more people than everyone else. So I was not a fan of the challenge for that reason. Alex? I think I was a little more positive about it, but I, 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 I think the outcome of the five-person team winning kind of left a sour, t- sour taste in my mouth about it. But I liked what the challenge was. Um, I thought it was one of those where it's very simple and it's almost like the producers like were planning for one less episode and they had to like fit in one and they decided, you know, let's just pay the money for three rental cars and a bunch of fake cash and let's just have them run back and forth 10 times and fill up these duffel bags that we've had lying around. Like I felt like it was very simple, but I think the simplicity of it is the part of the challenge that I actually liked and appreciated. Um, it was, but at the same time, I think it feel like it was almost too simple. Like you got the gist of what the challenge was. It was just the race. Uh, and again, you know, the five person beating three people made it just too easy to, to, to predict what was going to happen. But I think overall, I would, I would say it was about middle of the road in terms of challenges that we've had this season. Well, I just feel like this challenge was like, like kind of like you said, like the more people, the easier it would have been. Like, yeah, I feel like that's what I was saying. What seven verse, seven verse three? Like, I mean, come on, we all knew CT's team was going to lose with three people. So, like, I don't know. I feel like this would have been a good challenge, like at the start of the season when it was all even, but like towards the end, not so much. Andy, anything? No. Yeah. What do we think? What do we think in terms of like strategy? Like if you guys were doing it with a team of let's say four people, because I was in the middle. You're one of you have three teammates with you. You have two duffel bags. What would if you were leading your team? Like everybody's looking to you. What would be some of the things that you would employ? Well, that's the thing. In this challenge, there really was not much strategy involved, or that you could even possibly throw in. It was literally just stuff the bag, run it there, and run back. There really was no other strategy to implement. Did they say was one of the rules and and they kind of I I don't think they said this, but just from watching it, I think it may have been a rule that every single person had to run back and forth. Yes, I think so. Which I don't like. Well, why if you have five people in two bags, you know, maybe one person like the strongest person carries one, two other people split the other one, and then two people just stay back and like rest. And you well, kind of I, take turns. Could you not carry the money by hand? No, I don't think so. You had to put it in the bag. So but we also asked the question, could you leave the bag unzipped? Very true. And right. like not, you know, that I think you could have placed another one little layer of cash on top of that if you, you know, balanced Just, it correctly yeah. as you ran. Absolutely. Which, of course, this is the shit where even when we get the extra 
Casey confessional to explain the rules. We still don't understand the rules. I mean, that's just classic at that point. So, like we said, Green wins the elimination. What or else the, is new? The uh, challenge, excuse me. Surprise, surprise. Because they have how many people? Eight, nine, ten? Five. Five. Five versus three. So, not surprising there. And then what happens, Alex? <laughs> I kind of forget. So, Green Team wins. Uh, and then it's Kyle's birthday. God, Happy not... birthday to Kyle. Happy birthday, Kyle. 2 9. 29. No uh, way. Two nine. The hairline looks a lot worse, but the hairline looks like about three nine. He's got a, a kid on the way. It was that that has now come, obviously. Um, ha- big happy birthday to Kyle. You know they did the big party. Everybody had their kilts on and everything. Uh, and it was the second. Ep- it was second scene of the episode where we had everybody having fun together. Yeah. Some episodes this season, the past couple seasons, we get zero. It was Usually good. we get one. Tonight we had two of them. It was good to see the cast have fun. Yeah. Tonight's episode, like, you know, dressing up the kilts, being bare-ass naked. Like, it's fun to see that shit. No homo. So, Andy, anything? No, great. I mean, here, oh, my only issue is we had two club and day club scenes. I want to go. And we didn't really have any drunken debacles. Yeah. And that's where, like, I fault not getting the right people on the show. And we've talked about this multiple times. I like, still don't think the cast is that great. But if you have two times in one episode where people are getting drunk and have a good time, I want to see some shit hitting the fan. You know what I mean? And, and especially this late in the in the season where, like, tensions are running high and everyone's, like, kind of out to get each other. Like, I would have loved to see some sort of confrontation, but we didn't get that tonight. See, but I don't think – I agree. I would like to see that, but I think it's not a product of the cast. Explain. I think I think it's all the, all production. Oh, I on. think it's all Buna Murray producers and and twenty twenty one. They don't want people getting drunk. I they also agree. Them the I also agree, but they also take these soft people to come on the show, and then to your point, it's it's a it's a one two it's a two step process. You get soft people on the yeah. show. And then you don't force feed them alcohol like they used to back in the glory Because if you think about it, you think in terms of uh, alcohol Speaking consumption, you had, you had back in the early days, people, especially a lot of the females, yeah. taking the water bottles yes. to the challenge and, and getting getting popped before the people challenge. They had to dye the they had to dye blue. It, they had to dye it blue so that they could see if it was alcohol in, in their little water bottles. And so you that was kind of the first – uh, the first stage of the alcohol consumption. And then I think in the middle one, from, we've, from what we've heard in terms of like interviews with the bananas, Kinney's of the world is like the last 10 years Big or so. Guy. Yeah. The last 10 years or so they uh, basically have some sort of system on like their party nights where it's like, you have to finish an entire bottle of vodka before you hand it into the producers and get another one. So like they try to limit it that way. So that there's not just like bottles everywhere. Uh, and then I think you, the next step after that was these past couple seasons where it's hard to even tell how much they're drinking because they're just probably not a lot. Well, I feel like they're not even drinking at all. It's, it's very like, what movie is it where they drink like the fake alcohol or whatever? Isn't it like, I forget what movie I'm thinking of, but I just feel like it's just, watch it. 
I just feel like it's just not the same. You know, you look at the fresh meats, the fresh meats to the world, like it's just so much more pizzazz and like spunk and everything like that. And there's just not that this season, which is sad. Andy, anything? No, you're right. I mean, think about the rookies that are still here. We got Emmy, we got Logan, and we got Emmanuel. Like all of them, all three of those people, in my mind, good competitors. Don't get me wrong. But that's only part of what makes a good challenge persona. Yes. And all three of those people lack heavily in the off-field drama, the antics, the pranks, the drinking, the drama. All of them lack in that area. Yeah. Yeah, And and I think, you know, we we talk about like the lack of drunken shenanigans this season, the past couple seasons. And I think what it does is like, I would, I would say overall, if the season ended tonight, we would say a pretty good season. Yeah. Like one of the best all time on the Mount Rushmore, but like pretty good, definitely exceeded expectations, but it still does not have any moments that pop off the screen. Like no. I, I can't think of any off the top of the top of my head, even for the past three, four seasons. There's nothing that like, oh my god, like I think I think this season, I think of this fight, I think of this hookup. Like I feel like every other season in the glory day, you say the season, you think of something. You think of cutthroat, you think of the backpack, you think of like all of these other moments. Free agents. You down, think of down goes Jordan. You think of <laughs> you think of free agents. You think of that. You think of ruins. You think of West getting in Banana's face. And like, I feel like the majority of those types of moments are fueled by alcohol, and we just don't get that. So it's like week to week, we have good episodes. That's fine, you know, good, and that creates a good season. But there's nothing like looking back a year from now where you're like, okay, I'm glad I didn't miss that episode. agree for this season. I will say last season there was a defining moment, that one shining moment for me. One shining moment. I think we all know what I'm referencing. No, I know. The pig. The pig roast. I mean, the pig roast in my mind is one of the all-time, all-time challenge moments. And the fact that we got that last season was great. But again, I think you're spot on in terms of nothing sticks out this season yet. Let's cross our fingers. We're on episode episodes what seventeen is next week, so we've only got a couple more. But let's hope something happens. And maybe like so, let me go this route with you. If CT wins this thing, which I think we would all say at this point, he's probably the favorite. Is that in and of itself a moment to like hang our hat on for like? The fact that this old dude came out looking like he's in his mid-20s and won it all, that's pretty damn impressive. I mean, but you also look at the cast this season, and it's like, cast is terrible. No, no, it's not. See, I I would almost go the other way and say that if – I don't think that that would be the case for CT mainly because he won nine months ago. We talked about him winning the last challenge, whereas if – in some crazy universe out there, if there's one guy winner and it's Logan, like that's something that we would all like look back and be like, what the fuck happened? Like that's something that we would remember. Um, so I think, I think we do have to address the last thing Mikey, the doctor said though, about something we kind of skipped, <laughs> skipped over earlier in the episode with the whole, I think it was after the, uh, the Lake day with Devin and Tori fighting against each other. And Devin was, Still demanding 
that Tory apologized to him for I don't I don't know what, mm-hmm. but still saying that like it was his game. Tory was being selfish. Everybody else is being selfish, and all of that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I just dude, I I just don't get why so many people are bitching over the season. Like they don't want to go in, or they not like if I'm Tory, why would I not want to go against Big T? Why not? You well, know you're gonna win all, that elimination. Yeah, there's just always that like, uncertainty. If I were to, like, if I were to ask you, do you want to go into an elimination or do you want to be safe? Yeah, which I one would, you pick? Yeah, but like Tori going in, she can literally choose any team, and she knows there's only two people she can go against. And if if I vote Andy in, you get to choose. Do you want to go against Trevor Alex? So you know like who you're going against. Alliance broken. Watch it. I mean, it's not like we went to an IU basketball game last night. But, but I think it's just that uncertainty, especially in Tori called it out when she was in the stands when they revealed this this elimination. This was kind of a, like, flip a coin. Who's going to win? You know what I mean? The endurance was not that much. It was literally just jump into an ice-cold pool, get Spoilers. out, and then do a puzzle. Yes. Where, like, that, that had a little too much randomness to feel confident where you can say – in like 90% of eliminations, Tori can confidently say, I'm going to beat Big T. I think this is one of the 10%. Alex? I agree. Wow. That's it? I agree. Well, I think I think we might as well get into that part of the episode now. All right, go ahead. Because so, the green team wins, and it's basically between three girls now, uh, Big T, Tori, and Emmy. And in terms of the house vote, the Troika vote, they basically um, they basically narrowed it down to Big T and Tory. Um, and the whole logic behind that was like you could vote in Tory, who is would then call in Big T for like the easy win and then infiltrate Green Team, or you could vote in Big T, um, and then she might just fuck it up anyway and just lose. So it ends up being Big T, which was yep. kind of a surprise because you you thought you may have had the Devin foreshadowing from earlier, like going against Tory. Um, but they vote in Big T, the green team does, and then Big T in the elimination calls in Emmy, which I, I don't know. I feel like she was kind of screwed either way, just being the weakest girl of the three. Um, maybe – Going against Tori would have been an easier decision just because Emmy was on kind of a hot streak and she had CT helping her. But I feel like those are things you're not thinking about at the time. That's kind of, you know, a little bit of hindsight. But I think she was screwed either way. But what did you guys think about uh, Big T calling in Emmy instead of Tori? I think that was the reasonable choice. I feel like going against Tori in anything is kind of sketch. Like, I feel like you would get your ass kicked, especially Big T. So... I wasn't surprised by the Emmy pick. Andy? Me neither. I mean, once Big T was the uh, deliberation vote, I thought it was a no-brainer. I mean, you'd be an idiot to go against Tori, who's, like, been a – she's what? what she's won a final, didn't she? She hasn't she's won been a to final. a final. But she hasn't won one? No. No. Um, I think she's like three and one or four and one in eliminations. Correct. Tori, yeah, she's a proven oh, challenge. She's been veteran, yeah, proven challenge veteran versus Emmy, and we'll get into Emmy. But Emmy is a rookie. You have to pick the rookie in that scenario. Absolutely, because there's two t- there's two types of eliminations. One is like 
I'm trying to do my thing faster than you can do your thing, or I'm going to try to like beat you man and man, like against like, we're trying to stop each other from doing something. This was like, this was like, uh, or alien on alien. This was like, you know, you're picking someone that you think is just going to do as bad as possible to give your time a better chance. So if big T, you know, thought that Amy was going to do it worse than Tori, then I guess that makes sense. But you know, obviously we saw that Emmy was able to kind of pull it out. Uh, I, I like the elimination. I mean, I feel like it wasn't, you know, spectacular or anything, but I did like the fact that it was just something where you have to deal with the elements. Yes. You have to deal with the ice, the freezing cold water and all that. And, you know, stop me if you've heard this before. We, got a, we got a puzzle. We got a puzzle in the elimination. Um, so, you know, C2 is yelling. Never liked that part of it. But I think overall it's pretty – pretty solid elimination yeah i feel like you know in alex kind of hinted towards it the puzzle aspect i feel like we get the same shit every fucking week it's the same thing like can't we just get a headbanger without a puzzle or anything like that but it is what it is and here we are so andy uh yeah that's it just yeah, yeah. that's just that's it uh no further uh questions john uh there he goes Alex, anything else? So we get, we get, kind of got to do the roundup then. So, uh, and stop me if you've heard this before again, but Big T is now going home right before the final. Uh, twice. Can we? So now, wait, so hold wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. Before Big we... T has been eliminated twice, and Fessy's dumb face has been eliminated twice. Wait, correct So is this me? the first time we've had two challengers get no. eliminated twice I in do, one season? I do want to say something. Did I not call this the next female elimination? Big T would. Yeah, we already talked about that. Did we? Yeah, you did. Can Can you just say it one more time? Hey, look, look right there in the camera. Can you just say Trev was right? No, I was right. Well, don't you also? Yeah, we don't can do that. Look at the spoiler pages. Yeah, that's you. You're you're full spoilers every year. Relax, relax, relax. I don't see any spoilers. So, so Big T has lost two eliminations in a row. You knew champs were stars. Can we uh do we need to bring Big T back? No. I feel like I said this Ooh, in our preview. Great I, question. I said this in our preview, like I feel like we know what we're gonna get from Big T at this point. Like you're gonna get somebody who the cast likes, who's funny, you know, good spirited and all that. Maybe wins a challenge here or there, but like at the end of the day, we saw tonight, people were literally like, What can I do? Everybody, the whole cast is like, what can I do? to avoid Big T ending up on my team. And so, I mean, like, is it is it worth it bringing her back? Like, at this point, would you rather Big T or random rookie from a foreign country who could prove to be somebody like Emmy, who, like, wins elimination? I think I, would, I think I would take Big T, and here's why. You want her back next season? I'm not a huge fan of Big T. But you want her back next season? But over just a random-ass rookie, yes, I think I would take her. Yes, she is a make-a-wish person but she still brings stuff to the table like the fact like that what? she's made it this long is a joke i think like last... it is a joke though that's the point <sighs> yes but absolutely. i mean it's like it's like do you do you start joe flacco or do you start the young rookie zach wilson and don't see necessarily what you got. know what you're going to get out of wilson you do know for a fact what you're going to get out of flacco slash big t and what what would you get out of big t Mediocrity. Never a championship. Mediocrity. Never a championship. Zach Wilson could go out and throw four picks. He could go out and throw four touch, touchdowns. 
You could have a rookie like Emmy who gets four elimination wins. You could also get a rookie like – I don't even want to name one because there's been so many this season that have been terrible. But, I mean, you just you – just Very sure. No. Or, even, or even like use Big T's spot for a random veteran who you could bring back. Well, like when they brought Teresa back last season. Okay. That was pretty but, random, but, but everybody yes, liked having her back. I, I would love to have Teresa back over her, thousand percent. But the issue is, it's not going to happen. It's the challenge. They don't. Yeah, I don't think do that. Will. Which is a joke. Like, I mean, they'll bring Big T back because they know that she the cast likes her. She brings, uh, you know, a different demographic to the show, and I don't know. I don't know why. Yes, exactly. In the UK. TBD. So, so, well, but, so hold on. So let me give my two cents on Big T. So I, I've been on record on this show has been saying that I enjoy Big T a lot because she enjoys being on the show. Yes. And that's like one of the issues that we found with a lot of rookies as of the past like three to four seasons is they just don't feel like they want to be here. Big T, I fully – can feel confident in saying that if she's on next season, she will want to be here. She'll try to give her all. She would absolutely not win a finale, but she will be here. She will like give 110% and she'll fall short. Yes. And like, is that great for a competitor? No, but is it much better than getting a rookie who comes in here? And after two days is like, Holy shit. I don't want to be here. Like, this is way more than I was wanting. Let me like fake an injury. Let me fake a pregnancy. Insert excuse here. See you. Bye bye. Hope to see you never. But again, it's after this season again, seeing the exact same story from Big T. I think I can confidently say I would not be upset if I never saw her again on the challenge. Wow. Hot take. That's where I'm at. Like if Big T doesn't come back next season, next three seasons, I'm not gonna watch the next season and be like, "Damn, Damn I wish Big I T wish was Big here." T was yeah. here. Yeah. It's like if, if so it looks better. like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, if it swims like a duck, it's probably a duck. Big T's a duck. Gotcha, gotcha. So Big T goes home, and anything else from this episode? Emmy goes back to her team. Yeah, surprise. So surprise. we have. Uh, so pink team now that they lost Big T is now Nelly, uh, Tori, Logan, Nelly, Tori, and Logan. Yeah. That's three people. And then Not you a bad have team. CT, Kyle, Nelly, Tori, and Logan. Doug, we got some good Blue team. Blue team is CT, Kyle, and Emmy. And then the green team still has five with uh, Manuel, Ooh. Devin, Tori, or sorry. Yes. Nani, no. yeah. Nani, Casey, and Amanda. Christ. So we're down to five Ooh. girls. Last five girls. Let's talk about that real quick. Last five girls. Because who knows? What Next episode, we might have a guy go home, and then we're going to the final. So we have five girls. That's Nani, Casey, Amanda, Tori, and Emmy. Yes. I like it. I hope we go to the finals next episode. I feel like there's a pretty clear line. Between the top three and the bottom two. Yes. For what, girls? Girls. I think I feel like Emmy has proved herself enough to this point where she's in the top tier along with Casey and Tori. 
Yes, I think it's Casey's yes. final to lose. Very okay, squid. Yeah, but let I me agree. ask. Let me go this route with you. <laughs> if you were to draw the line of the five girls, and you got, we'll say Casey, Tori, Emmy, Nani, Amanda. That's how I would power rank them. Are you drawing the line between two and three? Amanda and Nani, or between Nani and Emmy? Two because and personally, I would say between Nani and Amanda. I think the drop off between Nani and Amanda is bigger than the drop-off between Emmy and Nani. Thoughts? Sounds big. Thoughts? I think I the, disagree. I think the bigger drop-off is two to three than three to four. I think – no, wait, two to three? Yes. As in Tori to Emmy? Yes. That so Emmy you would draw the line – At two to three. Here. Yes. See, I think – Because you think it's Emmy three to four, correct? Emmy to Amanda. You think, I think the biggest drop off is Nani to Amanda. I think Amanda's shit. So you think Amanda's See, fifth, and you yes. think Nani's fourth. Yes. So you think the biggest gap is, is between four, to four and five. five. Yes. I think it's two to three. And your two to three is Tori to Emmy. Emmy. Yes. Okay. See, I think I think I I mean I don't think any of us are debating that the bottom two are Nani and Amanda. Correct. But I think I think they're actually closer than the other three are to them. So you're so wait. So do we have three different lines? Yes. So you have two, three, and I was you have three to four, and I have four. And five. I was drawing yes. Trevor's line before tonight, before Emmy kind of said like, "I'm here. I'm here to stay. I I can win this thing." Like I think it's still. I think she's still the third person, the third girl, mm-hmm. just because Casey and Tori have been there, done that, run ran finals before. But I think. I think it's those two, and now Emmy is in that club, and then there's a pretty right. big drop off, and I think Nani and Amanda are close enough to each other. Okay, but that's for, interesting. So we have so, three different lines. So for guys, though, so you think Nani's in the first tier? No, I think she's in like I, the other four. three girls. So here's four. here's my thought process. The reason I would say yes mm-hmm. is strictly because I think Amanda is very very bad, but that's the only reason why. Like, so let me ask you this. But what's if, Nani done? Shit. I, I mean, think she's been hard. a – she's almost – God, I don't want to say the same shit. category as Big T as you know what you're going to get. But, like, so let me ask you this. If Nani this. and Emmy Embrace went them. up against each other – if so if there were two matchups, Nani and Emmy or Nani and Amanda, and you had to pick one winner between the two matchups, would you pick Emmy to beat Nani or Nani to beat Amanda? Because Nani I would pick Nani to be Amanda. Yes, I would too. And that's why I have that line drawn there. What are your thoughts? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not that I think Nani's like great. It's just that I, I think Amanda is very, very bad. And I think Nani and Emmy are relatively close in like overall competitor. Hmm. I agree. Um I mean, clearly, I just, it's it's very much gray area because we all had three different yeah. answers. There is no. I right think we answer. can all agree that top two are Tori and Casey, correct? And Amanda's five. Yeah, well, actually, I think our whole power rankings are all they're similar. So, they're, they're the exact yeah, same. I think they are. But it's it's where do we put the two tiers? But the funny but thing is, different. when we talk about guys, though, I think it's very concise. It's very what? What? It's very similar. It's it's, we, it's what? The same. Very, very concise. That's what I just said. Concise. A little ice. Wait, so, so who are the guys left? There's CT, six of them. There's Dennis, six. Okay. Kyle. 
Emmanuel, Logan, Logan and Nelly. Nelly. No, and I think it's I think it's Nelly or not Nelly, not Nelly, <laughs> CT, and then everybody else. I don't I don't yeah. hate that line. I think I it's don't CT. hate that. That's how I would tear it for the guys it's as well. CT and everybody else. I think it's almost like. Wow, it's CT and everybody else. If you wanted to take the everybody else and draw a line within that, where'd you put it? In its own orbit, I think I would put. Where we going? I think I would put Nelly and Kyle in the top. No, the other no, three no, in the no. bottom. Because I'm I'm basically classifying still Logan and Emmanuel as unknowns. We don't exactly know what we have with them. You know, does does Logan have two elimination wins, or am I nuts? I think he has two. I think he has two, and Manuel has zero. But like, we think he's a good challenger and all that. I don't. I'm not saying it's weird because I don't want to put them at the bottom. I just think there's not enough, not, not enough, enough sample size. And you take the other three: Devin, Nelson, and Kyle. I would put the Nelson and Kyle above Devin mm-hmm. significantly, especially in terms of running a file. Of running a, a final, Kyle is very underrated in, in finals. Um, he literally got second two challenges ago. He had the silver medal. Uh, people forget that. And like Nelly's been in finals, run finals. There's some conspiracy theorists out there that say he won Invasion. Um, I'm not going to get into that now, but I just think it's yeah, it's CT and everybody else. If you had to look at the other five people, we'll look at the other four people next week. But if you had to look at them. I would say you just give the advantage to the two people that have done the best. Yes. Correct. So should we get into some segments? Let's Please. do it. All right. So do we have <laughs> so, so this day in challenge history, there's actually nothing. Wow. No episode? There's actually nothing. And, the, and what confused me was uh, Cutthroat, you know, it's the season that we've usually been riding these past couple weeks. Yep. It did not have an episode on wow. the 24th. Wow. Maybe it was uh, maybe it was the Could day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving back then, and they didn't do it. Um, but so there was no no uh, cutthroat episode on this day. Um, and so so this day in Challenge History, we're doing this. Wow. In 2021. Love to see it. So I think and it's time for some – MVP LVP time? MVP LVP time? MVP LVP time? Right. So we need the order. Let's get the order. Uh, we got OK Squid, Mikey the Doctor in the chat. You guys know what to do. First response. Actually, time out. I've got an idea. Oh, God. Before we jump into MVP LVP, and if we get an order, we can honor that. I think one thing we should do, new segment, before we jump into MVP LVP, I think we all give a quick maybe top two things we're most thankful for wow. of the challenge. <laughs> okay. Wait, okay. two? I think it's just a quick snake draft. Okay. You I don't think we do full Mount Rushmore, half Mount Rushmore. Of things we're thankful for? Of the challenge. Okay. I see Andy, Trev, Alex, so that will be an order for Andy. Why don't you just start it with okay. that? So, yeah. so we'll go right down. Yeah, there we go. All right, so what am I most thankful for for the challenge? Because it's – Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, Thanksgiving Eve, period. I am most thankful for – call me crazy. Dot, dot, dot. 
how often the challenge is on TV. Explain. We talked about this, what, last week or two weeks ago? We've done it 36 out of 52 weeks. That is crazy, but I'm incredibly thankful for it because it's there for us. Yes. We're there for it every single week. Trev, not always, but it's always there for us, whether we want it to be or not. So I'm thankful for the fact that they almost force feed it down our throats, whether we want it or not. I'm thankful. I am very thankful for us obviously starting the pod, but most importantly, the chat. Without you guys, this would not be a thing. So Mike the Doctor, Love by You, OK Squid, Boogie Brown. I mean, the list goes on and on. The amount of people that give us the support. And remember, this is a 100% free podcast, and we don't spend any money. Love you guys. Shout out, Duffy. So, <laughs> is it the same cost as Challenge Mania? Exact. Definitely not the same cost as Challenge Mania. Challenge Mania would cost about $500 a month, 100% free. But you so, can get a sweatshirt from them. Oh, All right, you go, you go, you go. So now, do I have two now? Yes. Back to back. Uh, well, I was obviously going to go with the live chat. Uh, um, can I say that I'm thankful for the challenge? God. And what I mean by that is I'm glad that I'm thankful for the fact that even though the past five, six seasons haven't been the greatest era of the challenge, I'm still glad that they haven't pulled the, pulled the plug. I'm still glad that they're still doing it. Um, you know, they're still bringing back some familiar faces. They're trying to, you know, shake it up somehow. Uh, you know, the international pull is something that they tried, which isn't really working that well. But I'm just – I'm trying to rephrase it. Oh, must have found my mixtape. I'll say I'm I'm thankful for the challenge producers not quitting. Wow, no quitters. Alex, other MVP? My other thankful. thankful. Oh yes. The <laughs> other thing I would I would say I'm thankful for. Um, I would say TJ. Oh come Ooh, on. I would say TJ. I, almost went that I feel like he would would have gotten taken at some point. And similar to my last pick in terms of like, you know, just continuing to have the challenge on our TV, I would say TJ just from this fact of um, continuity. Like every single season, you know, there's a ton of different fucking faces. Uh, we have somebody named Emmy from, from Romania crying in the sand tonight. But at the end of the day, who's telling her what to do? It's TJ. He's the host. He's been the host since we started watching. Uh, he's now Mr. TJ apparently. But just thankful – for the fact that we have a, a, a host that we all love um, and is able to come back every single season and just get better every fucking year, even though we don't think he can get any better. Absolutely. Um, my other thankful for would be my co-host for being here tonight. Um, as you can tell, we are live here, fresh from Andy's apartment. So, I'm thankful for Andy giving us a, a place to talk about the challenge. So uh, without, obviously, my co-host, this would be nothing. I mean, I think I've only done one podcast solo. Uh, but besides that, uh, I'm blessed to have these two guys next to me talking about the challenge every week. Wow. What can I um, so I think I'll round out the, what are we most thankful for about the challenge. This is kind of going to be a grouped pick for me, but I will say, if let me try to figure out how I want to phrase this. 
Okay. What I'll say I'm most thankful for is the all-time challenge moments. And there are so many out there. You've got the banana backpack. You've got take the money and run. You've got the, like, Wes and Kara and Laurel pouring the soda all over each other. Like, there are just so many moments from this show that, in my mind, when I think of, like, when someone asks me why I like the challenge – and I immediately think about all of these separate moments. It just it puts a smile on my face because there's no other show out there like the challenge. And to have those all-time moments, you're not going to get that anywhere else. Like you're not going to get Camilla going Camillinator and walking into the pool and going nuts. Or like Paula getting in a screaming match with Laurel, having that realization that she's like 40 and single and no one likes her like – There's just, this show is so unlike any other and the all time moments that this show brings to us makes me incredibly thankful for it. Very nice. Very nice. Well, in in the all time moments, I think the beauty of it is the versatility of the show. The range is beautiful. You have all that shit that's like, you know, drunken fights and, and hookups and all that. But at the same time, you also have you know, CT versus Johnny in the backpack and the, in the uh, T-bone elimination. Like you have like challenge related shit at the same time as like nothing having to do with the physical competition. Yes. You've got Ashley being a, a rookie getting fucked in the shower by Jamie or was she a second year? Well, I thought time? you were going to say the soap bar when she was on the soap. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, and like you've got, it just, it's, this show is unlike any other. It really is. And what honestly might be worth it, a little off-season pod is like watching uh, the the YouTube MTV Challenge page that has like a few like random like montages, like best challenge moments of all time. We might want to watch those because it's like 40 minutes long or whatever. We might want to just watch those and then like pause it after each moment and just like fucking talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, absolutely. So MVP LV time. Andy, you were first, and we're going to just the cross. So we're going right down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't get lost in the sauce. Andy first. MVP LV. MVP for this episode. Correct. Um dot dot dot. My MVP for tonight's episode is gonna be what? I had it with Edge. God, honestly, like, I'm kind of rattled, and I think there's only – what's this collusion over here? What's this collusion? There's no collusion. I don't like this collusion. You got the first pick. You the um, first pick. My MVP is going to be – dollars. The, the only person I can genuinely think of, and I, I'm i pretty sure I gave her MVP last episode as wow. well. Wow. I'm going – the alien wow, Emmy man. for my MVP. I mean, she showed out. She tried hard in the daily. They didn't win because they had three people, not, nothing against her. She got voted down by Big T in the elimination. She won it. She joined Blue again. She's part of a good team. She's now won four. One, two, three, four eliminations this season. That is absolutely incredible for a rookie to do. Nellie T called it out. We've called it out before this season that Emmy is our favorite to win Rookie of the Year. Nellie T called that out today. 
I mean, at this point, she's she's beast. Yeah. So my MVP tonight is pretty easy. Um, with it being the night before Thanksgiving, I got to give it to the chat tonight. I mean, one day before Thanksgiving, you guys showed up. Mikey the Docker, okay, Squid, love by you. I mean, I got to give it to the chat. I love you guys. Shout out, Duffy. That's all I got to say. Alex, MVP tonight. You know, I feel like I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. I feel like Emmy was the was the right pick for this episode, and you can never go wrong with the chat. Um, you know, we things have been kind of blurry tonight. You know, things have been off the rails watching the episode. Um, I think we got the gist of it. I'm going to go kind of a random pick, but it is a challenger from tonight's episode. And I also don't think you can ever go wrong with this person. Not ever go wrong, but most of the time you can't go wrong with this person. It's not CT. I'm going to go Nelson. Oh. And the reason why is I couldn't tell you exactly what he said in the confessionals tonight, but I know that nine out of 10 times he was on my TV, I was smirking. Probably 10 out of 10 times, but, you know, to different degrees of smirky. I would say that. That you know he he you know he played up the like oh TJ's got this one million dollars in cash I want I can smell the final like he was right. he was hyping up all of that um, and then you know he was fighting with his own team and they weren't doing good like oh we never fucking win uh, I, I again like I I can't give you you know like this is what Nelly T did great this episode all I'm saying is when he was on my TV he was making me laugh he's fucking wearing this black hat every single episode for the past two months that's just like a foot up into the air um he said like we got to do this for ourselves when he was talking about five people um so i just think overall nelly nelly when i think back to the episode watching the episode he made me laugh he made me smirk so he's my mvp so your lvp hmm, my lvp i guess i'll take the easy one on this one then um I'll go, I guess I think there's a few more options for LVP. But I will go – I'll go Big T. Wow. Ooh. I'll go Big T. Uh, you know, I hate to say these challenge words, but I hope to see you never. Wow. I mean, I'm, so, I'm sorry if you rewind back. If you rewind back to our, to our uh, season preview, I said, like, you know, Big T's good. She's, a, she's you know, a fun competitor. But at the end of the day, like, we're probably going to end this season wishing that we don't have her back. And so would you – I would like, if I was a Big T fan, I would almost rather her not come on this season. Wow. So that, like, we're all still always wanting her to come back. Whereas, like, now I feel like people aren't going to want, want her to come back. Um, two losses in a row. I think Ashley actually did that last season. A rare thing to do. Um just not a good competitor. Doesn't bring a whole lot to the screen. She had a good two, three season run in there where it was like, who's this big T girl. But I think that's just all run out. So I'm going to go LVP big T. Let me add on something. And we maybe overlooked this when we were watching, but didn't big T kind of screw up the daily too? Yes. She was pouring it. Yeah. We didn't really get into let's, that. Let's not overlook that for LVP. She was because we were kind of we were trying to get caught up on the episode, but what it seemed like Thanksgiving spirits. We were, and what the chat can hopefully verify us now going back to the challenge is that what it looked like going into commercial was that 
Big T was literally dumping their cash into a different car. That's awesome. Yes. She did not realize it's not like last week where you can just like put the sticks of dynamite in other people's <laughs> thing. She thought it was opposite of what it should have been. Um, but yeah, I mean, that also contributes to my LVP pick. Great pick. My LVP tonight. Dude, I honestly don't know my LVP tonight. It's going to pop up again. My LVP tonight. Dot, dot, dot. Is going to be. I, I don't know. I don't really have an LVP. I kind of liked everything that happened. But my LVP tonight is going to be Tori. Wow. And here's why. I feel like Tori in this elimination would have obviously beat, beaten beat Big T. And she could have gone in against anybody. Like, she could have gone to any team she wanted. So she could have played her own card. The fact that she didn't go in tonight kind of hurt her a little bit. And that's why I'm yeah. giving her – and, you know, I feel like she has a big target on her back for no reason. And, you know, I like Tori a lot. But for whatever reason, everybody just doesn't like her. And it was obviously seen tonight. Uh, and that's why Tori's my LVP. So Great pick. Sounds like it was a great pick. So great pick. Here All right, my LVP pick, I'm going to go with dot, dot, dot. alcohol. Define? For two reasons. Oh, God. One, first and foremost, I would say we as a collective went toe-to-toe against alcohol tonight, and we won, obviously. We're here. We're doing our thing. But more importantly, alcohol had the chance to shine twice in this episode, and it totally fell on its face. The daytime fake club, fake late day, alcohol didn't make an appearance. Didn't show itself, did not, like, provide any sort of entertainment. They also had the actual club alcohol, again, did not show itself. Kind of took a bye week this week, which is just annoying, considering it had two opportunities to, like, provide some content for us. It did not. So what do we do? We take alcohol into our own hands, into our own mouths, and then show up on the pod and do our thing. My LVP tonight, alcohol. Wow. Well, with that being said, anything else? I thought, thought. Happy Thanksgiving. Go yeah. Hoosiers 5-0. Got happy Thanksgiving. SCP, we love you guys. Shout out to Nuffy. But thank you guys for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I've been Trevor. We were joined by Alex over here and Andy over here. Uh, we wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Um, we are very blessed to have you guys listen to us every week. I know this week, obviously a day before Thanksgiving, not logistically the best, but we still have people out there, you know, the okay squids of the world, Mikey, the doctor love to see it. So, uh, thank you guys. Love you guys. Shout out Duffy. You can follow us on Twitter at stir the pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at stir underscore the underscore pod. So love you guys. Shout out Duffy. Bye-bye.